0: I'm just about that action boss Welcome everyone to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday early evening here on NFL Week 10 here to discuss the Monday night football game. And it's going to be a NFC East divisional matchup between the Washington Commanders heading to the city of brotherly love to take on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. We'll get into that game in a bit here on this episode, but joining me as usual on these Monday Night Football uh, betting preview shows, you know him on the voice of the MLB Gambling Podcast, and of course here on the NFL Gambling Podcast with myself, it's Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how's it going, my man?
1: Oh, it's doing good, Munaf. Good to be with you. Uh, exciting day of football, and I didn't know what to do with myself. My Jets didn't play, but... Hey, we had the game of the year, so can't wait to break in, uh, break out into it. And we got some plays for Monday night.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely exciting day of football here in week 10. Uh, you mentioned it there, the game of the year between the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. And I think, aside from the game, Dylan, you know, leading up to this game, there was a lot of uncertainty if Josh Allen was going to play or not uh, in this game. And we saw the line move up and down all throughout the week i think this number opened up eight and a half in favor of the bills then we got the news of josh allen may or may not play uh dealing with a ucl injury um and and you know the line moved from seven and a half down to six and a half i think it got as low as uh i want to say down to three and a half and then Mm -hmm. as i think saturday night that said that josh allen would be a go Uh, That number, I think, closed on, say, around six and a half uh, for the uh, Buffalo Bills. But outside of that, Dylan, I mean, by far, I think the game of the year between the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills here. uh, Last season, the Buffalo Bills were involved in probably one of the best playoff games in a long time uh, versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So it just seems like the Buffalo Bills are always in these fun and exciting games. But. They ended up on the wrong side of of that game here tonight. After the Vikings get the thirty three to thirty victory over the Buffalo Bills, um, I don't even know where to start with this yeah. game, Dylan. Why don't you give your thoughts? Justin Jefferson, I think, is a man among boys. I'll start with that.
1: Yeah, uh, Man Amongst Boys, like I think you said it on Twitter, we need to go and get it. I think everybody should go and get a Justin Jefferson jersey. He's not from this planet. 10 catches for 193 yards. That one catch, I I don't even have words. I don't even know how he grabbed it, to be honest. I I think he stole it out of the air, but... I mean, he he's he's winning me my fantasy league, so I I love Justin Jefferson. If if I win my fantasy league, I might get a Justin Jefferson tattoo. That this is how much this guy means <laughs> to me. But uh, I think also another huge addition a couple of weeks ago by the deadline, T.J. Hawkinson. He came up big yeah. on a bunch of third downs late in the game, seven catches for forty-five yards. But they even ran the ball really well. Dalvin Cook had one hundred and nineteen yards. And I really thought Kirk Cousins, those two picks, I really thought were going to come back and hurt them, but they—they're the comeback kids. Every yeah. they've won, every game, they win by one one uh, score. So people say it's fluky; they're a fluke, one, seven and one or eight and one team now. But I think they're legit.
0: Yeah, I think this was like you know you take a look at their record. You know they were seven or they are seven and one now, improved to eight and one. But a lot of people were saying they they just don't have that signature win on their schedule. Week one, they beat the Packers. You know, maybe that was a game where the Packers' offense was making adjustments in life without Devontae Adams. But now they go into Buffalo, where it's probably the one of the more tougher environments to yeah. play in, just because they have one of the best fan bases, if not the fan base best fan base in the entire National Football League. But for this team, and for Kirk Cousins to go in there and and Not only play from what, they were down, what, 6, 14 points, 17 points in that game? Yeah, I
1: think 14 they were down the most.
0: Yeah, for them to come back and and not only you know get the touchdown that gave them the lead, but we knew that there was enough time for Josh Allen, that offense, to come at least down and at least tie the game up and send it into overtime. But for them to get the field goal in overtime, they had the opportunity to get the touchdown, but the sack really threw that uh mm-hmm. plan in the water for uh the Buffalo Bill sorry for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. But give them credit. Look, Patrick Peterson came up with a huge interception to seal the game and yeah. it, it was yeah, by far one of the best games that we have had all season. If not like I mentioned, the best game so far this year, Dylan.
1: Yeah. And it always seems that the bills and Josh Allen, whenever it gets to overtime, it seems like they never get a chance to tie it or get a chance to go and win the game. So good for uh, teams in the AFC East, like myself in the jets, but, uh, you know, I, I really think the the Bills need to address that that running back position because still, you, yeah. it's not good when the quarterback is leading the team in the in the day with rushing yards, eight yeah. six carries for eighty four yards. That, that that can be especially when he's hurt. You don't want your quarterback running all the time. So Singletary, Duke Johnson, Isaiah McKenzie they they need to step up because. I, when, when it comes down later in the year and during playoffs, you're going to need a guy to run the ball. You always can't count on Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis. So that, that kind of was my big takeaway.
0: Yeah, and I know there were rumors that they were trying to go out and trade for uh, Christian McCaffrey and whatnot, but when you have two to three different guys in your backfield, that just means you don't have a guy in your backfield. Look, yeah. Singletary had two touchdowns today. That's great, but at the end of the day, when you're trying to seal a game, You need to have that running back that can go out and get those yards for you and and you know you don't have to heavily heavily rely on josh allen like you mentioned he led the team in um in rushing yards and that's been the case a lot of time for this team uh with the buffalo bills but uh yeah tough loss for them huge victory for the minnesota vikings i think we can say that they have almost or pretty much have locked up that uh nfc north Mm -hmm. division uh this season but Outside of that, Dylan, anything else that caught your eye today uh, around the league?
1: Uh the Munich game was good. It was finally uh it was interesting. The Bucks offense, especially the first half, looked really competent. They were actually able to run the ball, but uh it was nice they got a win on the road. Five and five. Things are starting to look better. Divorced Tom Brady 2-0. So and he stays <laughs> undefeated overseas. But Justin Fields, too. Uh, what what a performance by Justin Fields. I mean, you got to continue to bet the uh, over on, on the Bears games. They they're just they're over machine right now. So yeah. I thought his performance was good. They came up short against the Lions and Lions are two in a row. So it was good to see that. Um, and other than that, I think Dolphins are legit seven and three. That's four in a row. Now they blew out the Browns at home. And yeah, that was about it. Uh, Saints total fade for the rest of the season for me. And then the Broncos, they're dead.
0: Yeah, Broncos are are officially dead to me. I actually picked them in our graphics here today, thinking that uh, they actually had an opportunity uh, to pull out that victory uh, against Ryan Tannehill, and the uh, Titans weren't able mm-hmm. to do that. But yeah, it looks like uh, at least over the last two weeks, or at least today, it looked like Tom Brady. Looked like Tom Brady, if that makes sense. Like yeah. he had that fire in his eye. Like you mm-hmm. you can tell when you've seen Tom Brady, uh, you know, coming out and ready to play, and you know he had a lot of stuff going on in his personal life with a divorce and, and all that good or not good stuff, but, you know, things that he was dealing with his personal life with, you know, with family and things like that. So uh, maybe that's something that's passed him now. Now Maybe he can concentrate on playing the game of football. And now the bucks are two and two. uh, I'm sorry. uh, They've won two in a row. I think they're back to 500 now. And, you know, they have what eight games left, seven games left on the season. And now you can maybe you know focus on football because again this team has the talent. It's just about them putting it all together uh, with uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I agree with you with the Dolphins. I'm not even gonna make much of an argument there. Tua looks great. Um, that offense is clicking. Like when you have that much speed on your offense, it, it's um, it, it's something that uh, you're gonna see the results as you are from this Dolphins offense, but. <laughs> I was, I wanted to pose this question to you here, Dylan. And there's, you know, I've had conversations in other group chats whether that's been with, you know, friends or or other handicappers and guys like that. If you had to pick one quarterback between Jalen Hurts or Tua to start your organization and be your quarterback of the future, who would it be? Hmm.
1: That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I personally would, Take Jalen Hurts, to be honest. Okay. I think Tua's is ascending because of the talent around him. You could say the same thing for Jalen Hurts as well, AJ Brown. But I, I think I think there's there's a higher ceiling for Jalen Hurts as opposed to Tua. I think you kind of know what you get from Tua. Um, I think he is a little more accurate, but... I don't know, Jalen Hurts is a winner. No matter where he goes, I've watched him in college. No matter if he transfers from Alabama to Oklahoma, he's a winner wherever he goes. So I I, I kind of gravitate towards that a little bit. But I, I think they're not far off from each other. To be honest, I tweeted it during the game. I think the Jets messed up drafting Zach Wilson. I wish we got Justin Fields. That's mm. a guy I I I honestly would pick Justin Fields. And it's not recency bias. I just think his body, the his overall work, I think, you you start to see once you start to pull clay around him and you start to put other defenses and especially if you get an offensive line that could actually protect him because yeah. he's the most sacked quarterback in the league right now so mm-hmm. he has to do everything on that but if you give him a good team like these two quarterbacks jalen hurts and um two would have i think justin fields would be just as good as them who did you pick
0: i actually did pick jalen hurts as well um I think that the concern about Tua has been health. Obviously, we saw that you know coming out of college where he had the whole hip issue, and you know this season with the concussions and things like that. And the thing about you know Tua, yeah, it is a longevity concern for me as well. And I think that I think respected people have said that when you're a left-handed quarterback, you're already at a disadvantage mm-hmm. in this league because you don't see a lot of successful left-handed quarterbacks i mean what is the last one you can say steve young yeah, mark brunel just <laughs> you could throw in that maybe a conversation yeah. but yeah look i mean but you have to give credit to the miami dolphins actually both the philadelphia eagles and the mm-hmm. miami dolphins for the team that they have been able to put around uh jalen hurts and both Tua. but both of those quarterbacks coming out of that out of alabama have looked great so far this season um and and the results are showing uh for both of those teams so that's been a hot topic of conversation i wanted to pose to you but uh dylan before we get into the monday night football game to wrap up nfl week 10 uh let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor here Win ready to win money and boost your odds win bet is now live in arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york Tennessee and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And during WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100. Win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change. Terms and conditions at winbed.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dylan, uh, Monday Night Football to wrap up uh, NFL Week 10. It's going to be an NFC East matchup between the Washington Commanders and the lone undefeated team in the uh, National Football League. That's the Philadelphia Eagles, who's sitting at a perfect 8-0 oh. Uh, these two teams did match up earlier this year uh, where the Eagles got the uh 24 eight victory that was in Washington um, in or uh, well, I guess we could say landover. I think it's in Maryland really but yeah landover Maryland. yeah, yeah so um yeah, in that game, like I mentioned, the Eagles uh, covered the spread. They were shutting out the Washington commanders till the fourth quarter. Uh, where they were able to put up eight points. But other than that, a very, very dominating performance in that game by the Philadelphia Eagles. And really, in that game, it was on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts, where he was 22 of 35, 340 passing yards, three touchdowns in that game. Running game wasn't able to really get going in that game against this Washington defense uh, front seven, at least, where the Eagles had 30 carries, but 72 yards, only 2.4 yards on the ground uh, in that game. Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback going up against his former team where he was 25 of 43, 211 yards in that game for Carson Wentz. But we know that it's right now the Tyler Heineke show for the Washington Commanders. But looking at this game, we'll start with the side here, Dylan. Uh, this number actually opened up minus 10 in favor of the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. I was supposed to say Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Uh, that number is now at minus 11 over on win bet. Total opened up at 45. That number has now been bet down to 43 and a half. Uh, Dylan, let's start with the spread here. And If you have any trends and stats you want to throw out first before I actually get into the spread here.
1: Yeah, a few a few trends that honestly, if you're looking towards back in the commanders, double digit underdogs on Monday Night Football, 27, 13, and 2 ATS the last 20 years. Mm. I think it's also worth noting underdogs of uh, seven points to nine and a half are 14, 18 ATS on Monday night. So the full 10 points, I think, really does matter in this uh, incident. But uh, as for the side, I'm going to take Philly in the first half, minus six. Philadelphia has covered this line in half of its game, and they've won by eight, uh, eight plus in six of its eight games. That's 75% they're covering. Uh, Washington, we know they they continue to get off to slow starts, especially with Heineke. The Commanders, they have a league-worst DVOA on offense in the first quarter and ranked 30th in the first half, while the Philadelphia Eagles, they ranked first on offense and second on defense in the first half. Philadelphia, 7-1 ATS in the first half this season, and you avoid the key number by playing that, which I, I don't really want to lay 10.5, to be honest. So laying 6 here, it's a little juicy, minus 130, but... Like you mentioned, the Eagles were able to run up the score the first time these two teams played. It was 24-0 in the second quarter, and they were able to get pressure on Carson Wentz, even though he won't be playing. They sacked him nine times. I think they will be able to get to Heineke. I don't trust the offensive line for Washington. So I think the Eagles continue to cover um, the first half, so minus six. I see 6 and a halfs out there. I still like it.
0: Yeah, Um This is something I had tweeted out a while back uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, how they are one of the best uh, or are the best team scoring in the second quarter. Uh, uh, They are number one in the league where they're averaging 16.6 points uh, per game in that second quarter Um, this season. I think a lot of their games have gone over the number in that second quarter. I wish I could have gotten that updated number, but I remember I tweeted this out when it was the Arizona game where it was a perfect at that time. I think it was like five and zero, was six and zero when they faced them That the second quarters were going over in those games for the Philadelphia Eagles. And like you mentioned, they've been a great team uh, in that first half. And, you know, that just kind of correlates to, you know, them being that best team uh, scoring in that second quarter yeah, it is a key number here of you know past the past the 10 here for the uh Philadelphia Eagles in this game. Um I agree with that about your first half uh, play there. What makes me nervous about the Eagles full game is that they just kind of take the the foot yeah. off the gas in the second half. Yeah. Because right now they rank number 26 in the entire league uh in second half scoring, where they're only averaging eight points per game. Uh, at home this season, only seven point three um in that second half scoring wise. They're right down there with Houston, Green Bay, Denver, Pittsburgh, the Rams, and Tennessee as teams that aren't able to really score in the second half. So I think they'll find a way here on Monday night football to cover this number. Um this is a great teaser leg option if you do play those, you know, seven point or even you know those sweetheart ten point teasers. Um maybe if you want to tease us to something next week, but I I'm still very confident about the Eagles getting this done here. Minus 11 uh, at home in this game. I just think number one, there's not enough offensively for the uh, Philadelphia, sorry for the Washington commanders. I know they do get Jahan Dotson back uh, in this game. And I should have gone through the injury report here. So let me do that here real quick before we get to the uh, total in this game. So uh, for the Washington commanders, Uh, John Dotson, like I said, will make his return. Uh, J.D. McKissick is going to be out for the Washington Commanders in this game. Um, And David Mayo, hamstring linebacker, is also out for this game uh, for the Washington Commanders. And then Andrew Norwell, uh, offensive guard uh, on that offensive line for the Commanders, is going to be out for – sorry, questionable for this game. And then for the Eagles on their injury report – uh pretty clean avante maddox is the only cornerback that's going to be out with he has a hamstring issue other than that pretty clean injury report for this team but um yeah i just think i was just saying is that i just don't think that the washington commanders have enough offensively to maybe keep up with the scoring that the philadelphia eagles do pose i think this is going to be a game here dylan where i think it's gonna have to be on the shoulders of jalen hurts like it was in that previous matchup this season where he threw for 300 plus yards Uh, their run defense for the washington commanders has been really good Uh, But I think that's going to have to be their, you know, it's going to have to be Jalen Hartson. It's going to be AJ Brown and uh, Devontae Smith again in this game.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I I think at at night, at the link, I think Eagles being home with that crowd, I I love them. They're 4-0 ATS at home this year, 11-4 ATS in the last 16 games. So I I like the Eagles, I think, but they do worry me, which is why I kind of lean to the first half, because they do tend to take their foot off the gas, but – We'll see. I, I think they they blow off they blow the doors off of them.
0: Yeah, a couple of trends I also did want to mention in this game here um, for uh, between these two teams. I'm sorry, head to head trends. Commanders are one three and one against the spread in their last five meetings in Philadelphia. Uh, Commanders are three seven and one against the spread in their last eleven meetings against uh, the Eagles. Uh, and home teams are three one and one against the spread in the last five meetings between these two teams um anything else for the any other sides here i know you like the first half here but uh anything else before we get to the total here
1: yeah i would lean uh i am taking the first half i would lean if you are going to take a side maybe money continues to come in on the eagles and if maybe if you like the commanders maybe they do get up to 11 then
0: i would play them okay um total right now sitting here at 43 and a half here dylan uh what are you thinking about the total here
1: yeah, I'm going back to the under uh, the primetime unders. I, I played a primetime game over last week and it was dead in the first quarter. So never again, I'm going to go back to here for under 43 and a half Monday night divisional totals uh, from 41 to 48. They're 27, 15 and one in the past decade hit and over 64 percent or three, and zero this year. And as for the commanders, they've gone under this number in four of the last five games, uh, while the commanders have held uh, to 17 or fewer points in all of those games. So re- they, they might be playing close games, but they're having trouble scoring the, um, scoring the ball. So Washington has to uh, has the run defense to limit Philly, like you mentioned. But the Eagles defense should have its way against that Washington O-line. So this game screams under cold here on the East Coast. Give me under 43 and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to filter this down. Uh since um Ron Riverboat Rivera was hired as the commander's head coach and looking at just the over unders in his division games here. Washington uh are yeah, five, eight, and one or sorry, eight, five, and one to the under in division games, firing at sixty one percent. Philadelphia's in that span seven and seven. Uh, so not much there. But yeah, I think that if I think we might see something to uh, that we saw earlier this season in the matchup between these two teams in week, uh, in week three, where like a twenty four eight victory would be enough for them, no, number one, to for this game to go under the total, and then also the Eagles covering in that game because again, I just don't think that there's enough offensively for the uh, Washington Commanders to keep up in this game with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, let's get over to some player props in this game here, Dylan. What do you like?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go A.J. Brown, longest reception, over 26 and a half yards, minus 114. Through the first eight games, gra- uh, Brown has a grab of at least 31 yards in five games of those eight games. So he's also brought in a 38-yard grab versus the same defense back in week three. Even in the two games that the Eagles have been very uh Heavy double digit favorites, he's had a 30 yard grab in each of those games. So they're not just running the ball, they're throwing it downfield with Hurts. Brown, he's also a deep threat, especially with Hertz being very accurate with his deep ball. Jalen Hurts, 52.4% completion percentage on deep balls, is the fifth best mark in the NFL. So he's very accurate throwing it downfield. I think with the RPO style offense, the Eagles run. Brown will have plenty of opportunities to catch the ball and even rack up some yards after the catch. So going over 26 and a half longest reception
0: for AJ Brown. Yeah, I like that. Uh like you mentioned, if you've just watched some of these Eagles game over the past couple weeks. You know, him and AJ, or Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown are really hitting their stride in yeah. some of these games and, and being able to find that connection down the field. And like you mentioned it, um, last week against the Texans 31, but against the Steelers, 43 yards, 22 yards against the Cowboys, even earlier in the year, 31, 38, 23, 54. So um, he's a great downfield threat. You know, he has that ability to break one out as well. Uh, and he does have that speed uh, to you know, have a big gain, uh, in these games. So yeah, I like that play. Uh, I'm going to go with Jalen hurts over 243 and a half, uh, passing yards. Again, I think that's going to have to be a script where it's going to be, have to be on the shoulders of, um, uh, Jalen hurts in this game and you kind of take a look at the Washington commanders rush defense. It, it's pretty good. They are t- a well above league average at number 12 this season for their season long. They're only like 4.4 4 yards per carry. If I even filter that down to num- uh, to the, over the last three weeks, the Washington uh, commanders are three point are like only 3.6 yards per carry uh, in that span where they rank number four in the entire league, as far as rush defense, and then if you want to take a look at overall yardage uh what they've given up on the ground washington commanders season long they're number 10 where they're only allowing 113.2 but in the last three games 76.3 which ranks just behind tennessee and baltimore so i think it's gonna have to be on the shoulders of jalen hurts in this game um i think that he's more than capable of doing that we saw him in that previous matchup throw for 340 yards uh in that game against the washington commander so i'm gonna go right back to jalen hurts uh in this game to go over on his passing yards um any other ones that you are looking at as far as player props in this game
1: no but i do comment i do like it i think with washington being able to stop the run as good as they can i do think he's gonna have to air it out a little more which does worry me about the under a little bit but yeah. because i i do think if they break it open i think philly could open a 30 40 clip on them so
0: yeah even uh his uh passing touchdowns number right now one over and one half. and a half is at plus 105 oh that's, yeah, I might have to sprinkle a little, little on that. Yeah, I like that as well. So I'll give those two out. Jalen Hurts, over 243 and a half passing yards and over one and a half passing touchdowns in this game at plus money. I really like that at plus money. Uh, any other player props in this game, Dylan?
1: No, that's it. I just had one that I really liked.
0: All right. Uh, let's get over to best bets. All right. Before we get into uh, best bets, let me tell you guys about our newly launched merch store or relaunch merch store over at the sports gambling podcast it's the holiday season guys and if you're look or if you're listening to this pod you're a dj or you have a friend or family member that's a dj as well and you're looking for an item or a couple things to get them as a holiday present or even a stocking stuffer well you need to get over to the sports gambling podcast network's merch store because right now or not right now well yeah right now before thanksgiving uh till the end of Thanksgiving we are giving 10% off of anything on uh over on the merch store. So get over there, check out all the newly launched uh gear. There's a really nice Christmas sweater. I know you guys will have holiday parties, whether that's with friends or family. Uh really nice sweater. It says "Let it ride" on there. I ch- checked it out myself. Going to order myself one when I have the holiday parties. But if you Make sure you order one before Thanksgiving or any, anything that you order, you'll get 10% off, but make sure to use promo code Dallas sucks for that 10% promo code. It's Dallas sucks as that promo code. It's 10% off of your entire order. And that's only valid at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's again, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get 10% off using promo code Dallas (laughs) sucks. yeah i i laugh every i time. love this. i just, love it it's just I right love on brand it's, yeah. yeah it's just right on brand for sgpn yeah uh all right dylan let's get into some best bets here for this uh monday night football game between the commanders and the philadelphia Eagles. what do you want to give out as your best bet
1: uh, I really like two that I gave out. I like the Phillies minus six. I got it at minus one thirty. I, I don't want to give out a minus one thirty. It's a little chalky. So I'll go over to my player pop. AJ Brown over 26 and a half, uh, longest reception. Out of the eight games so far, he's hit it at five of the eight. Like you mentioned, I think Washington, they're gonna have a good job, or they're gonna be able to stop the run, or or be able to at least limit it. So mm-hmm. I think Jalen Hurts gonna have a big game passing it. I think he's accurate throwing the ball downfield. And I don't think their secondary is going to be able to guard all the weapons that the Eagles have. So I think he gets one over 30 yards. I like AJ Brown over 26 and a half longest reception.
0: Yeah. Love that as well. Um, I'll go with the under in this game. I just think that we'll see defense being on display in this game, whether that's, I think the stats will be racked up, but I think we'll see great red zone defense and look, Eagles have are one of the few teams in the entire National Football League with I think only San Francisco and Buffalo that are top 10 in yards per play on offense and uh allowing uh, are are top 10 in uh yards per play allowed. Um, And I think that we'll see repeat of what kind of transpired in that first game uh, in that week three matchup between the commanders and the Eagles, where it's a low scoring game that Eagles still get the cover, but I just don't think Washington will be able to do a lot on offense in this game. So I will take um, the under 43 and a half in this game. I think Jalen hurts has a great night as well. I'm going to take that plus money over on his passing yards. Uh, over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 105 uh, as a player prop that I do like in this game here as well. Love it. All right, Dylan, that's going to do it, man. Uh, NFL week 10 is already in the books. Um, One last game on Monday night football to wrap up the week 10 schedule anything else you want to get off your chest my man before we get out of here no i just
1: really hope the cowboys hold on to this uh if they win i uh improved to five and one on the day so really hoping the cowboys hold on to it i know they suck and that's the promo (laughs) code but you know
0: yeah uh yeah currently in green bay right now they're up i think by 7 uh 28 21 i think green bay put up a touchdown but yeah hopefully they get that cover for you Um, So you have a great day of NFL Week 10 on Sunday. All right. So that's going to do it for this show. Make sure to check us out throughout the week. Uh, I know uh, Ryan, Rod are going to do the recap show as they usually do on Mondays, recapping everything that we saw uh, over the weekend and look ahead to Week 12. Uh, Not Week 11, but Week 12 lines where you can get ahead of those lines uh, before uh, they're either, you know, the good numbers are taken. Or you can, you know, take advantage of those. I know those guys have been crushing it on those uh, plays so far this season. So make sure to check them out. And we'll be here as usual all week on the NFL Gambling Podcast. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it rise.